I wanted to discuss vulnerability. Vulnerability is something that we have been taught to fear. It's as negative of a word or has as negative of a connotation, I should say, as failure does. And I feel as though these are two words that have been created and implemented and have driven a lot of us in a negative way to do things that we should be able to do and are more than capable of doing without that anxiety. So basically today, I just want to talk about what vulnerability means to me. It may be different for for another person, but for me personally, it's letting down that wall, letting go of the guard that we put up to others in terms of really expressing who we are and how we feel and what we may even need in, in a moment. So for me personally, I think I'm very vulnerable. I think I'm someone who I wear my heart on my sleeve and I cry at the drop of a dime. I express that with anybody who's willing to listen or anybody I see. And I encourage my friends to be vulnerable as well. But this has taken years as I was once someone who never wanted to disappoint others, who never wanted to step on anybody's toes, who never wanted to cross certain lines or boundaries, so to speak, and create my own. Because realistically, when we're vulnerable, we have to sometimes create boundaries that make us feel good, that make us feel safe. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. I have a lot of friends that I would say are emotionally constipated. And basically what that means to me is that they are so, they've been taught by either their families, their cultures, or just in general by society. And as a woman, if they are a woman or as a man, that to be overly emotional is to be weak. And instead they're emotionally constipated. So they literally build up and have all this pent up aggression and anger and frustration and depression and sadness and hurt and shame and guilt and whatever it may be um, of emotions. And it's almost like a drought within a desert that until something drastic happens or just like a pot that you leave on the stove with boiling water that bubbles over, it comes out to the surface and it comes out in a very destructive way or a way in which the person ends up feeling more guilty or ashamed or angry about than had they originally just expressed whatever it was on their mind at the given moment in time. And it's something I'm still struggling with. So I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like I don't struggle with sometimes refraining from saying something because I don't want to start any issues and I want to remain non-confrontational and then it blowing up in my face later because I literally blow up and become explosive towards that person or someone else to take out my anger, which is just as unhealthy, if not more, than me just nipping something in the bud and right then and there discussing it with someone. Call me crazy, call me the byproduct of my environment, but I look at a lot of the the things that I struggle now as with an adult 
as things that I have to kind of trail back or trace back, so to speak, from my childhood. And I think that a lot of our trauma exists in our childhood as adults, where once you're able to kind of go back and find the lineage or the timeline of where certain emotions or where certain habits started to form, you can kind of see and 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 really like hone in on what it was that set you off, what it was that triggered you, what it was that created this fear or this mindset, whatever it may be for you. You know, something that I'm currently working through in therapy is a, the idea of not being enough, of being inadequate, whether that's in my job, my relationship, my friendship, at the gym, any and everything, you name it. And it's something that I have created for myself as some type of mechanism or some type of coping mechanism, I should say, since I was little. So that's what I mean when I say kind of going back and really looking at what it is and why we do things. I think that's the only substantial and realistically like consistent way that we're going to be able to heal and 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 change certain characteristics and behaviors from ourselves. Think about it. If you have a nervous tick, half the time you're not even aware of it. And then beyond that, okay, yes, now you've been made made aware of you, you know, constantly shaking your leg up and down. But what does that do when you're still anxious? But then you have to start to think, okay, well, I used to do it because this happened and then that happened. So I would shake my leg as a reaction because I didn't know what else to to do and it was comforting to me. And so I did that. Or just like people who bite their nails or suck their thumbs. I have friends who constantly bite their nails and now for weeks have not been biting their nails and are able to maintain a, a manicure. And that may sound so mundane and little and minuscule to you. But realistically, that's a super fucking big deal for someone who struggled with biting their nails all of their lives. So I really just want to get to the nitty gritty of things and discuss with you that we're able to change things that have gone on for years. We're able to implement new and healthier habits, but it comes with breaking down the barriers that we've created in our minds. We are hiding and have closed off. There's so much construction tape or so much that lies behind the construction tape in our minds that we have yet to explore that we're not even aware of. You know, like I think of a a library and the multitudes of books and different sections and genres within a library. We have all of these memories stored within our brain, within our hard drive. And I could say here right I could sit here right now and say, yeah, I have a shit memory. I don't know what I did yesterday. Mind you, I actually did. I went to a wedding. Thank you very much. But normally I couldn't tell you. But I could tell you what happened five uh, five, fifteen years ago when I was ten and this, that, and the other happened. Or twenty years ago when I was five and I was playing with my friends outside. So we have these things that we lock away as a a coping mechanism, but realistically, it's a detriment. And to me, the fear of being vulnerable 
the ideology and the toxic masculinity that courage and bravery and strength now lies in as a society is so fear-based and sickening and it really just needs to be eradicated realistically in my view.